Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hey there. Thank you for being here and listening to this week's episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. It's episode 14. I'm not sure where you are listening to this right now, but for me, it is a beautiful blue sky, shiny, sunny kind of day. And I noticed that that often has the impact of making me feel good, especially if I can feel, you know, just the sun on me and that warmth. It's amazing the impact that that can have, as long as I'm not getting sunburned. That's one of the downsides of being pale. But you know what I mean, that kind of bright blue sky kind of day is that. But I'm keen to jump into today's episode where we are going to explore your blueprint for happiness. And we're going to look at what is that? Does it really work? How do you even create one? You know, all the good stuff. And I'm excited about this because more and more, I just keep wanting to explore all the different elements of well-being, which is the contented state of being happy, healthy and prosperous. So looking at your blueprint to happiness is pretty core to that in order for you to experience and enjoy well-being. It includes you being happy. Because have you ever noticed that there is a great deal of repetition in what you do each day or each week or even maybe each year? And apparently that's because we make decisions that are heavily influenced by our past actions because the history of what we've done in the past becomes a really safe reference point because it's familiar. So it becomes a default kind of pathway or a default action. And our brains are always looking for the safest, most familiar, the what is the path that's going to take the least effort so it can conserve energy. So it's like a blueprint that we just follow. It's almost like a predetermined plan and it becomes self how do you even say that? Self-perpetuating. So creating a blueprint for your own happiness will help you to create more happiness because it will could therefore become easier and easier for you to choose to do the things that actually make you happy. Now, I know when I did this exercise for myself a few months ago, I found it really insightful, whilst also it's actually quite simple. So I hope that you don't dismiss the impact of this just because it seems too simple. Because sometimes simple isn't necessarily easy, or if it is simple, it doesn't mean that the impact of it is any less important. A quote on this that I found that I really like is by an author called Mandy Hale, and she says, happiness is an inside job. Don't assign anyone else that much power over your life. And that links up very nicely with the whole concept of being CEO you, that you need to take responsibility for your own happiness, for your results and your non-results. And so you creating a blueprint to happiness is part of you getting you know, back in that driver's seat. 
Because if you don't have insights into your own blueprint for happiness, then you're likely just in that rinse and repeat mode of the stuff that may not be helping you to create the ultimate experience for yourself, you know, regardless of your circumstances. Because where you are now is a reflection of where you've been, but it's not where you could end up. So you want to make sure that you get into the driver's seat to give yourself a shot of getting somewhere new, getting somewhere that you think is pretty good. And it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with right now. It's about crafting and curating the experiences that you want to have in your life. So what do I mean when I say a blueprint to happiness? Well, to be completely honest with you, that is just something that I decided to call it. I don't know if anyone else calls it that. But what it means in my mind is that it's a plan or it's like a template of things that you do regularly that make you happy and therefore create the conditions for happiness and a sense of thriving in your own life. Now, how you do this is actually in a few steps. Firstly, you select the aspects of your life that you want to focus on, and I'll give you some examples in a second. Second, you create categories within those aspects of your life. Third step is you consider what are the things that are happening or being done in that aspect of your life that make it good, that make it feel like it's thriving or successful, that make you feel happy. And you want to identify in that step really specific actions or behaviors that do create that sense of, of flourishing. They need to be tangible so that you could measure them. And the fourth step is you then use those notes as your blueprint. And every day you want to make sure that you're doing at least maybe three or four or five of them, because if you are, and they are the things that create the conditions for your happiness, for your sense of thriving, then that means you're winning the game. So I suggest that you do this for two parts of your life. You could do it for more uh, if you want to, but I just did it from when I did it, I just did it for two aspects. Life was one and the second was work or in my case, it was business. Now, I'm not going to get into the whole discussion and argy-bargy about the distinction of life versus work life and all that kind of thing. That's probably a subject for a whole nother podcast. But for the purposes of this activity, I just approached that one aspect was life as my whole life and then work was my work, my business. So for you, once you've chosen the aspects that you want to consider, then you want to think about, well, within that aspect, what subcategories are important to you within that area or that aspect? Again, you don't have to go overboard and overcomplicate it. Just keep it really simple. So let's say we're going to have a look at life. Now, underneath life as the aspect or the area, you can then create a couple of subcategories that will allow you to get a bit specific about the behaviors, about the actions within those subcategories. Keep it simple. I went with three categories or subheadings under the aspect of life. And the three that I went with were health, relationships, and wealth. So considering that question of looking at in the context of your health, what are the things that are happening or being done 
that make it good, that make you feel like it's thriving, that make it feel like you're on the right track and doing well. And then you just bullet point the ideas that come to mind for you. And it might be five or six or more, depending on what comes up for you. Things that would be happening for you to really feel like your relationship to your health, your results with your health is working well for you. So for me, for example, under health, I wrote things like exercising three times a week, making good food choices, meditation daily. So they're tangible things that I would be able to tick off for myself, either mentally or physically, to say, well, did I do that this week? Did I do that today? So you want them to be really tangible actions that you could measure as done or not done. And then you just repeat that process for the other categories under life, which the ones that I went with, again, if you want to use those under life, I had health, relationships and wealth. So you just pose that same question for each of those subcategories. Then if you're going to do a second category of work or business, or maybe for you, it might be career, you can choose your subcategories. And for me, I went with people, resources and actions as the three subcategories under business. So when my work life is working, what's happening in each of those areas? For an example, under people, I wrote down the names of the people who are in my work life that help make it work, that make it flow, that make it better. Under resources, I wrote down things that like the different tools that I use, my database management, my email system, my website platform, all those kinds of things, the training materials that I have and notes from all the training. And under actions, things for me were support and develop my clients, create and share content. So these are some of the tangible things that I'm able to hold myself to that if I'm wanting my business work life to work and to make me feel like I'm making progress, which we know is a key element of people's happiness, then I need to be doing those things. So once you have your blueprint, you can make sure that you can tick off at least three things each day that you're doing and that way you know you're on your own happiness track. Because if you don't get clarity on what actually feels good to you, on what winning is, what success feels like, what it is that makes you feel like things are flowing and working in your favor towards an experience of life that you want, then it's much harder for you to create more happiness. So why wouldn't you want to at least take the first step of clarifying when your life is working, what's happening? What are you doing? So do that. Then once you've done that, you could print it out your notes and stick them up somewhere you can see it daily or put it in your phone as some kind of note or something. Just somewhere that will prompt you to remind you to tick off at least three or four things each day from that list until it becomes built in that each day you just know by default you'll be doing a handful of those things that really light you up and nurture and nourish you. And you might find, like I did, that there were some things that I wrote on the list that were already pretty much embedded as daily habits or regular habits for me. And there might be some new things that you want to start to more consciously introduce into your days or into your weeks so that you're really crafting and evolving your blueprint. 
So that's it for another episode. Hope it gave you some good ideas and maybe you've paused this episode or maybe you could pause it right now to actually do your little brainstorm because you've got to take action from the things that you learn. Otherwise, it's just stuff that you know. If you enjoyed this episode and you haven't already, please just take two minutes to leave a really quick rating and review for the podcast, which just helps other people find it. Thank you so much for doing that review and rating. I really appreciate it. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today. Bye.